So many have endured the pain of miscarriage and loss. Mothers wonder, where is their baby? Well, stay with me. I have a beautiful guest with me today. She is going to share her story of healing, love, redemption, and things that the Lord has shown her through this tragedy and loss. Hey friend, welcome to the Shattered and the Beautiful podcast. I'm Jeannie Smith. If your heart is hurting, no matter what your circumstances are, there is only one healer. Through biblical content, I will teach you how to experience whole healing and soar into great purpose. So let's get into today's show. Grab your favorite coffee, journal, and Bible. It's time to dig in and unwrap your gift. Friends, this is Jeannie. Welcome back to the Shattered Into Beautiful podcast. Well, today we have a guest with us. Her name is Caroline Richardson. She's a dear friend of mine, but she is going to be sharing with you her journey, a journey of miscarriage and loss, but so much more. And I'm so excited to have her. We are continuing this journey this month in the sanctity of life and just honoring the miraculous creation of every human being, that every human being has worth and dignity and value. And we were created in God's image. And that is a miraculous thing. Each and every one of us has great purpose. And our guest is even going to share a little bit about that today. So with no further delay, I want to introduce Caroline Richardson. Hey, Caroline. Hello, Jeannie. Thank you for having me today. We are so happy you are here, Caroline. You are so special. God has done amazing things in your life, and you have quite a story to share with us today, and I know all the listeners are going to be so blessed. And the Lord just knit our hearts together. We initially met, well, we were neighbors at once and really Mm -hmm. didn't even realize. Long time ago. Long time ago. And then what happened next? You came and... Through a friend at church. Yeah, through the tea, the mentor tea, I came to um, hear you speak. I had never heard you speak before, but I came to the tea, and um, that's how we got connected, and then it just went from there. It went from there, and, and you became a volunteer within mm-hmm. our Pregnancy Resource Center, and, and your story kind of connects to that, and so I want to just uh, let the listeners hear from you. This this podcast is really just all about your story, so let's just dive right in. Can you tell us how your miscarriage and loss impacted your life. Absolutely. So I am um, 31 this year, and when I was 27, I suffered a miscarriage um, very early on. Um, And the miscarriage was um, something that had... I had just lost um, the baby's father, tragically, and a month later, I was not aware that I was pregnant, and I found out that I was pregnant, and then I lost the baby. And so, um, it was really a double dose of pain and loss, um, a lot of um, numbness. Um, I really didn't even really know how to deal with it at that time. Um, it probably took a year for it really all to sink in, um, what had really happened to me. Um, and in that, you know, I'm a believer. I was saved when I was a small child. I was five years old when I gave my heart to Jesus. 
and I had lived with the Lord, um, not always been perfect, certainly had done things that um, I'm ashamed of, and in His grace and mercy, you know, just like He does all of us, He had forgiven me, and um, it just, I've, I've, for the first time in my life, I was empty, completely empty of all emotion, all um I just didn't want to get up. I didn't want to, I didn't, I didn't know how I was going to get up and continue to live. And so in that, during that time, after the loss of my special friend and then my miscarriage, the Lord really just wrapped his arms around me and showed me what it was to truly trust in his presence. The presence of Jesus is what brought on what I will share next. But, you know, when I was grieving, um, I turned to the Lord. I turned to him, um, very strongly because I knew that I could not make it without him. I didn't watch TV. I didn't watch movies. I read my Bible. And I think that that is really what paved the way for, um, you know, the things that happened to me, uh, shortly after the miscarriage came. Wow. Wow. So you were given a gift through this process of healing as you walk this out with the Lord. And I think that's very profound that you said, you mentioned his presence. And we can't really walk through healing without his presence Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. it's his word and his presence that helps us heal Mm -hmm. and recover. And through this process, you were given a gift, a vision Mm -hmm. from heaven. Mm -hmm. Can you share that? Yes, yeah, so in, in that, the months that, um, you know, went on after the, the death and then the miscarriage, um, I began to see my baby in heaven. Mm. Um, I was very early in the pregnancy, so early that there was no way that I would have even known the sex of the baby had it not been for, you know, a blood test or something like that. And so the father, you know, I... Just in his in his presence in the Word, I began to see visions of my baby in heaven, and mm-hmm. I knew that it was my baby. It was very clear. I saw my family members holding my baby. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandmother, who had died um, prior to that years before, she was there, completely whole and restored, and she mm-hmm. was holding my little boy. Um, and it was very clear to me in the visions that I had of him that this child belonged to me. And there's such a connection between our children in heaven and, and, and our, our, our mother hearts here. There's no, there's no space in the spirit. Yeah. And it was just, it was such a, such a gift. It was confusing at times. I'm not going to sit here and sound like it was, I was kind of angry. Um, I didn't understand why these things started happening to me. It was almost like it I, 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 want, I was not suicidal or I didn't want to take my life. But when I saw these things in heaven and I saw my little boy, I wanted to go there with him. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be there with him. Mm-hmm. But I knew at the same time that there was such a greater purpose for these things. Um, you know, one of the visions that I had was, a, as, as I spoke, my grandmother holding my little boy. And the Lord always, when he gives you a vision, 
he always confirms it with something that's familiar, something that you know. And, you know, as my grandmother held the little baby, I had watched her in this realm of life hold so many babies the same way. Mm. And even the way she was sitting in the chair, it was just so, you know, comforting to me to know that my little baby was in heaven with her. And it was such a process of healing. And, and really, to be honest, it's been a process of healing ever since that time. Um, you know, the grief of of knowing that there's a baby in heaven and not being able to to have a relationship is, is overwhelming. And there are days where that's hard. And that's, I feel like I have lost. And I'm just reminded that I can't focus on the the carnal things of my life that I have to keep looking up to heaven because that's where my hope is that's where my baby is that is where my home is ultimately as a believer this life is so short and um but there's such a long beautiful eternity waiting for me and my son and um just the gifts that God gave me in that time are just irreplaceable, irreplaceable. I love to hear you talk about heaven. I love to hear you talk about these experiences and visions that the Lord has given you, which is such a gift. And it's a gift to me, but it's a gift to the world because so many are hurting from the loss of their child. Uh, it, it may be through abortion. Today we're talking about loss through miscarriage. Uh, it could be just infant loss. You know, there's the, the in general, just infant loss, immediately a mother begins to enter into this place of deep, deep grief. And so many times we wonder where our babies are. And, I, you know, the, the truth is, is that God created these babies and chose the mm -hmm. parents. These children were mm -hmm. with him in the beginning. Yes. Yes. And then they're given to us, mm -hmm. just like Jesus was with him and then given to Mary, right? Yes. Yes. And then these children return back to their maker. We all are going to return yes. somewhere. Mm -hmm. We return back to our maker. And so these children immediately return back to their maker. And God has allowed you to see that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, in John chapter 14, when Jesus is still on the earth, he's finished wrapping up his earthly ministry. And he's speaking to his disciples about when he is going to return to the Father, to where we're all going to return one day. And he says in John chapter 14 and verse 15, it says, if you he told his disciples, if you love me, you will keep my commands mm -hmm. and I will ask the father and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever. He is the spirit of truth. The world is unable to receive him because it doesn't see him or know him, but you do know him because he remains with you and will be in you. And that is that scripture, the word speaks to us, and we can't go off of our own emotions and our own wanderings. Our mind wanders so bad. That's just such a tool of the enemy, especially when you've grieved and you've lost a child, a lost a loved one. You know, the devil wants to keep you wrapped up in your emotions. But the truth is that we are anchored in Christ. And as a believer in Christ, we have a comforter. Jesus did not leave us. He says in verse 18, it says, I will not leave you as orphans. I am coming to you in a little while. The world will no longer see me, but you will see me because I live. You will live too. 
And that is what it has been. Just the Lord has written this over me the last couple of years. Because what I, I didn't share is previously before the, the miscarriage, um, I'm divorced. I was divorced at a young age. I have a seven-year-old son who, you know, has to go back and forth between me and his dad. And I felt like when I had the miscarriage that, you know, I had just lost everything. Like, I had one child that goes back and forth between me and his dad, and then now I've got another baby in heaven. And, you know, I, I just felt so deprived of um, a normal life. I just wanted a normal life. And I think that's what all of us want. When we lose someone that we love, we, we miss their presence. But it's also a selfish thing because we want it to make us feel good. But I'm here to tell you today that they, are, they do feel good. They are with the Father. That's right. And there is nothing in heaven that is, is bad or, you know, God is with them and he is with us. We've read the scripture. We see that he has promised these things to us. And in our grief and in the times when we don't understand why these things happen, this is what Jesus was prophesying over us even today, all those years ago, that he would not leave us. And it says, the world cannot see me. And that is, that's the truth. These visions that I've had of heaven, it's not because I'm some superhuman being. It's just because I am a child of God, just like you are a child of God. And we all have this entrance to heaven through the Spirit of God. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit is the worker. He is the one that reveals these things. And Jesus told us that in the Scripture. This is not something that should be looked down upon as not important. We dismiss the Holy Spirit so much because we feel like that we're so pious or so religious that we could do this. We can't do any of this on our own. Okay. You cannot grieve on your own. You cannot mm -hmm. walk through life without okay. the presence of the Holy Spirit. And when I was preparing this week for the lesson um, I had uh, a couple months ago, I had a vision and, and to, to kind of hit on that when I started having, I had never had visions like that before, um, until that time in my life. And, and since then, it's just like God turns the water spigot on and he hasn't cut it off and it doesn't, they don't come every day. And sometimes there may be months, but he has, he has visited me so many times with these beautiful visions of heaven. And I'm, I'm in the process of, of writing all these down, and um, I would, you know, be sharing that with people in the next couple of years. But one of the visions I had recently um, was a vision of, um, this is, you just gonna have to go with me here, just let the Spirit open your eyes, your spiritual eyes. I, w I was in what I knew was a fallopian tube. And I'm standing in the middle of this huge fallopian tube, and on either side of the tube, there were these tall, beautiful angels dressed in white, and they had these long trumpets. And as I'm standing there, I see this ball of light come around the corner. It came up the corner and came towards me. And I knew that this ball of light was life. It was life in uh, a conceived child. And so I'm, I'm standing here looking at this. I knew that that is what it was. 
And so all of a sudden my vision changed and I saw an empty womb. It was just void and dark. <clears throat> and just like in the beginning when God spoke and said, let there be light, all of a sudden this beautiful ball of light that was green in color, it came in and it just lit up that womb. And the Lord spoke to me and he said, then there was light. And the Lord wants his people to know that life is celebrated in heaven. Mm -hmm. And no matter how short the life is, I don't care if, if a child is conceived and it, you know, that life begins. We scientifically it is proven now they can go to the very moment of conception. That life matters right then. Just like it, I mean, not that it didn't matter before, but that conception is the work, the knitting of the Father. Mm -hmm. And like in the in Genesis, when God spoke and said, let there be light, life comes from the mouth of God. And human nature cannot do that on its own. We have no idea the miraculous miracle of life. And, and friend, today, as you sit and you listen to this, if you've lost a, a child, if you've lost a loved one, if if you have had miscarriages and you didn't know you had miscarriages, that is, you know, those are things that come from the carnal world that we live in. But God, in his mercy, sent his son Jesus on the cross so that we could one day go and be with our loved ones. Mm -hmm. And and that is just, that it's the message of faith. You have to receive these things by faith. You have to receive that your children that your loved ones, if they, you know, were believers in Jesus Christ, that they are with the Father and that the Father is with them. And the Father is with you. The Father is with you. The message that he laid on my heart this week as I sought him and as I spoke with him about what he wanted me to say is that he wants his children to know that he loves them and he wants them to be at peace. And the enemy comes and the enemy stirs up feelings of anger and hate and loss. And you don't have this child. Yes, you do. You have a child that is existing and thriving and is an eternal being in heaven. And we too are eternal beings. The moment that we give our life to Jesus Christ, we are no longer a carnal body. We have a new life in Christ, what the scripture says. We have been made alive in Jesus Christ. And just like here in the scripture where Jesus says in John 14, 19, he says, because I live, you will live too. And that is the hope today that no matter where you're, you know, how, if you lost a baby three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, it doesn't matter because there's no time in the spirit. The Lord has these children. And that is what he wanted me to share and he just, he wants people to know that these children have been celebrated. And so you, in turn, you celebrate them. Mothers are constantly just berated for being a mother and just having a heart for their children. We live in such a culture that we should just be so detached from our own flesh and blood. And that is just not the way that God intended it to be. And it doesn't have to be that way. And when I think of my little boy in heaven, you know, I do get sad sometimes. And But I know that he's connected to me through the Father, through the Spirit of God. 
And I don't have fear because I know I'm educated in the scripture that the Lord is with him and, and that he's with me. But you have a right to, to love this child, to, to have a healthy mindset of this child. Do not let the enemy come and steal your joy on this side of heaven that your child is dead because there is no death in heaven. There's no death in him, and there's no death in you. When you become a child of God, you are made alive in Christ Jesus immediately, sealed with the Holy Spirit. And so you are not a creature going to die. You are a creature growing every day to live. And we, I get up, and, and the Lord gave me this the other day. He said, you know, I was thinking about people dying and getting older. And as Christians, we can look at it that we're growing older to die. But I'm just going to, I've adopted a new saying that I'm growing closer to Jesus every day. That's how I'm, I'm not growing older. I'm not growing older to die. I am growing closer to the Father every day. Mm-hmm. And so these, these visions, um, I just pray that the Holy Spirit would give you um, what he wants you to have. Because each of us are so, we're so individual uh, to the Lord. He celebrates our lives so differently. He knows us. He knows everything that's important to us. And I just pray right now that as you listen to these things, that this, your spirit man, the inner being, would just open to the to the to the bomb, the 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 just the, the peace of God to just flow through you, and that you would just see things that you've never seen, hear things that you've never seen. Open your heart to heaven and let heaven. Let heaven shine its light in your soul. And it's, it's, not a, it's not something to be afraid of. There's no fear in death in Jesus. Um, and your children are safe with the Father. Well, thank you for sharing that, Caroline. I was, I was thinking about, you know, um, when I first met you, you had already encountered so much healing uh, from the Lord. And then we walked through a um, beautiful Bible study, a miscarriage Bible study that just took us all to a deeper level of healing as we mm-hmm. sat in the Word. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I I want to encourage moms out there that have endured this loss. You know, it's very hard to talk about because it's a child that was wanted and then it was a child that was lost. And so with loss, you have to walk through. There's a need to walk through grief. And Caroline, you shared so beautifully, this child is still alive and and this child is. And so that's something that we can celebrate. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so walking through healing allows you to grieve that child, which Mm -hmm. is needed, but it also allows you to honor and celebrate that child. Mm -hmm. And that's what we did. And that's what I want to encourage every mom listening uh, that has gone through the loss of miscarriage I encourage you to plug into and uh, some resources. Look in your area to local pregnancy centers. Many of them offer miscarriage Bible studies and mm-hmm. see if you can get connected to a support group. If you need our ministry or myself to help you find that connection, we can do that. But I highly encourage that uh, to be with other women that have gone through that and just find connection and be able to grieve and honor that child so that you can celebrate the life of that child because we can. That child lives on in heaven, but in spirit, we are still connected as Caroline shared so beautifully. And, you know, I just, I really believe 
that God is going to allow. And I've heard many uh, visions before about children in heaven, but that he's allowing these children to stay small, to stay children. This is out of his great love for us so that we still have the opportunity to mother them Mm -hmm. when we get to heaven. I mean, we're not just going to get to heaven and be idle and do nothing. Mm -hmm. He Mm -hmm. has plans for us and purposes Mm -hmm. for us and jobs for us. And I believe the gift of motherhood is one of those. Would you agree? You? Absolutely. I think that, well, there's no age in the spirit. And and when we look at time in our carnal minds, we try to put it in the perspective that we understand. But there is no time in heaven. There's no clock. It's, it's, it's an eternal thing. And so the Lord has all these things laid out so beautifully for us. And I have seen my little boy. I won't get into to everything today, but I have seen him in a lot of different stages of life. And, and, and I saw him as a baby. I've seen him as a, a teenager. I've seen him as a small toddler. And I don't understand that. And that is something I want to say too. You cannot understand everything. Just receive it as it comes mm-hmm. and let the Lord educate you later. In our, our human minds, we want to dissect everything that we see in here. And sometimes when these things come in the Spirit, you just have to receive them as a gift and let the Lord, you know, reveal later. And it may not even be something that we learn until we get to heaven. But yes, I, I absolutely second that, that God is going to restore the time that the enemy stole. And so that's what the word tells us, that God is the restorer of our soul. And I think that when we get to heaven, we have no idea the special times that we're going to have. And we're going to have the time in heaven is not going to be murky like it is here. It's not going to be weighed down with all these these things. We're not going to get to heaven and have any doubts and fears. And so that special time that is set aside for us and our babies is just going to be so precious, so, so precious that we get to have that with them when we get to heaven. And I know that when I take my last steps here and I walk right into to heaven, that my little boy is going to come. And I, I know in my heart that when I see him, it's not going to be like I'm meeting him for the first time. I think that our children know us in heaven. They see us in heaven. And that's one thing that I loved about what Jeannie poured into me when we did the um, miscarriage study. And I actually was able to get a birth certificate for my little boy was that she celebrated his life. She really gave me that license. And, you know, sometimes that's all we're looking for. We're just looking for somebody to recognize what we've been through. And Jeannie is just such a... Uh, anointed woman of God to recognize people's pain and when you recognize the point of suffering it's just like when somebody has surgery or somebody goes in to have a heart surgery they don't start working on the parts of the heart that are working they go directly to the problem Mm -hmm. and Jeannie has such a gift from the Lord that she can go directly to the, the point of injury and that's just something that God has given you over time. It's just been developed as you have walked with him and as you have sought him and as you've been obedient to him. And I would like to challenge everyone listening today that these things are beautiful and these things are gifts from God, but these things are only going to come in the secret place. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to be quiet with the Lord. You're going to have to turn off 
the TV. You're going to have to turn off the distractions of this life. And you're going to have to seek the face of God. There is a place in Him where you can go and you can be filled with joy, filled with purpose. And you're going to be able to get up and you're going to be able to keep moving and walking. But you're going to have to be quiet with Him. These are not things that are going to come through the world. They're not going to come in um, any kind of substance or any kind. Even 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 the, the great books and stuff that we read, it cannot replace the time spent with God in the Word. Absolutely. I so agree with that. And I'm humbled by your remarks, um, Caroline. I, I know that we're going to come to a close here, but I really want you to take a moment and share about a book that you've been working on. And you've got lots of stories, and I believe mm-hmm. God's going to bring <laughs> lots yeah. of, you may have lots of books, Caroline, but one that you um, sent to me, and I was uh, so blessed to read, short but powerful, it brings so much hope to women that have lost their babies. And so, this book is called Roses. Can you tell us about it, your heart behind it? And I would really love for you to share how people can connect with you. Okay, so so Roses was is an ongoing work, um, but I was just in my yard with the Lord again, <laughs> and um, I had a vision, and this was a very different situation than, than the other things that had happened to me. What I saw was a, a, a it's almost like a movie played out before my eyes in heaven, and my little boy was in heaven, and another child was, he was greeting another child that was coming into heaven, and so the, the book is written exactly how I saw it this I was in the yard and you know the Lord spoke to me and he said I need you to get up and I need you to go inside and I need you to get a piece of paper and a pen or paper and pen and I did and I came back and he just said now write exactly how you see and that's that's what roses is roses is a vision in words from the father and in the vision it's a it's a tour of heaven from my little boy to a little boy that had passed away. Mm. And it's it's just such a beautiful story of hope. And in the end, I won't spoil too much, but it shows how mothers who have lost children, that, that was one of the things that just... After I... So the vision came to me. I wrote furiously for 30 minutes. I did not stop writing. I wrote exactly as I saw, and I wrote exactly as the Lord spoke to me. And so I wrote this all out, and afterwards, I just I sunk down in the chair for an hour. I couldn't move. I was so full with the Spirit of God, and I was so moved and so comforted by these things. And the Lord showed me in such a beautiful way how mothers enter heaven and how their children meet them. And I was just blown away. And so I'm so excited to be sharing that with the world, with the Lord had kind of kept it hidden. And, you know, I really think, Jeannie, um, until I met you, I really didn't know what to do with that. Uh, I, I had it. I had had it for about a year. And then um, you helped cultivate that in me. And the Lord's just going to use that in such a beautiful way. But mm-hmm. right now, um, if you were to be interested in receiving a copy once the book has been published, you can send an email just titled Roses um, to June J-U-N-E-C Richardson 
at proton, P-R-O-T-O-N dot M-E, um, and just, you know, put in the, the subject that you would like to receive a copy of the book, and, and um, I'll have your information when that is available. Um, but it's, it's a beautiful story, um, a beautiful, just, we have no idea what is waiting on us just on the other side. But in that, God is challenging us, women of God, rise up out of the ashes and let me paint a beautiful picture of your life. Um, let me take the hurts and things and you go out and you tell the world that I am coming again and that I love them. And that is what we're commanded to do. And that is what the purpose is behind this book. It is so amazing. I tell you, I, I just cried reading it. And you are going to want to get yourself a copy of this book. Uh, even if you have not had a child loss, you are going to be so filled with hope uh, of what we have awaiting for us uh, when we take our last breath. Because as we've already said today, we do not die. If we are in Jesus, we mm -hmm. live on. We are eternal beings. And I think I heard you say last week when we were talking on the phone, and it just tickled me so. You said, there is no expiration on us, right? No, no, no expiration. No. So we have so much awaiting us. And mm -hmm. um, I'm also going to, when we share this episode in social media and on my website, it will have the email contact that mm -hmm. Caroline shared. And so you can go ahead. She's saying that you can go ahead and reserve a copy of this book. It's going to be published soon and we are so excited about it. And so Caroline, thank you so much mm -hmm. for being with us today. Mm -hmm. And um, this message is going to go out to uh, many countries and many women are going to hear it. And you've shared a lot of hope and truth with us today. And I thank you for being brave and bold I thank you for being obedient to do that. Friends, listen, our stories are so powerful and we need to share mm -hmm. them because they mm -hmm. change lives and they save lives. And so I want to encourage you as always to do that. Don't hold pain and suffering in. Tell someone. Mm -hmm. Get the mm -hmm. hope and the, the friendship and the counsel and the community that you need because that mm -hmm. is what brings healing. Mm -hmm. But most importantly, it is our Savior, Jesus Christ. So, friends, thank you for listening. We hope you have a wonderful week. As always, we love you bunches and live life abundantly. If you like Mommy's show, leave a review. Hey, before you go, if this podcast has blessed you, the number one way you can help me is to leave a review and subscribe to the Shattered in the Beautiful show. Next, hop on over to the Shattered in the Beautiful private Facebook group where you will find a network of friends with daily inspiration. You can reach me at JeannieScottSmith.com. And lastly, please share the episode or review in your social and tag me at Smith Evangelistic Ministries. I cannot wait to meet with you again. Stay tuned for more life-giving podcasts coming your way.